Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Soundworks Collection interview series. This is Michael Coleman, and this week I had the great chance to talk with legendary rock guitarist Joe Perry from the band of Aerosmith about his new book, Rocks, My Life In and Out of Aerosmith. I was incredibly excited to talk with Joe about his new book coming out and to try to get a sense of what it must be like to write a book about one's life and the music and the challenges and all the drama and all the incredible experiences that he's had over the years. I don't want to give anything away about the book, so I want you to go out and buy it. It's a really exciting read, but in the meantime, enjoy our talk. Well, congratulations on this book coming out. I've scoured the web to try to pull any and all information that I could about it, and I'm sure you're pretty excited about it coming out in October 7th, right? Uh, yeah, we're, we actually, uh, I was talking with my wife last night, and we were actually at the point where we were going... You know, sometimes, you know, if we'd known what a what a monster it was going to be getting it done, yeah, we would have uh, maybe put it off or, or something for till something. But uh, neither of us have felt like that. You know, it was the first time we verbalized it, but it was it was it probably took us six or eight months longer than we expected yeah. because of the. Uh, it kind of started when we were doing the. Uh, uh, doing the, the last album, and okay. uh, you know, we, we had moved out here to LA to work on the record. At the same time, Stephen was doing his uh, American Idol thing, and yep. it worked out because my 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 co writer lives out here. So you know, it um, it goes back that far. He he actually uh, we had to take some time off from the uh, from the record. Um, tour and he came on the road with me for a while and uh rode on the bus with us and um so we we put a lot of a lot of time into it and, and a lot of effort and uh i think we had, we had to put it on the shelf for our south american tour so we got a little bit of a break from it but <laughs> was, uh, you know we got we got in there and 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 got pretty deep and uh it was a really interesting experience, I have to say. Yeah, I'm um, sure. And uh, and putting it out now is really going to be the uh, uh, the uh, the effort because it's so we're so used to releasing albums and mm-hmm. it's a it's a whole different uh, mechanism and um, you know they just uh, you know there are some parallels but but most of all it's uh, uh, it's like it's really like uh, getting it out there, like the, the, the first week that it's uh, that it's released, and letting people know, and really, really getting that getting the machine moving. So yeah. uh, we're we're excited about it. You know, we're working with some really good people, and it's uh, and Simon and Schuster is a great company. They've been they've been behind it, behind us the whole way, and. Uh, 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 frankly, I was really surprised at how little <laughs> little editing they, they had to do with the book, you know. But uh, David Ritz is a is a really well known uh, uh, writer, as, and and uh, in fact, he just won a, a Lifetime Achievement Award oh, this nice. year. And he he just put out that uh, Buddy Guy book, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's doing one or. Uh, I don't know if it's out yet, but doing one with uh, Willie Nelson, and I mean, he did uh, um, um, 
uh, Ray Charles book, you know, like 20, 20 years ago, yeah. 30 years ago or something. I don't know when it was. So he, he basically, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. Book. I mean, it's... He really does. I yeah. mean, he's 10, 10 years older than me, so his his uh he's he's a jazz guy you know i mean that's when he he got bit by the bug and uh so he doesn't look at like uh the beatles and the stones as a be all and end all Mm -hmm. you know let's say my generation might um might look at it you know where it started and and all that i mean he's got a kind of a, a broader picture and a broader uh, perspective of uh, of the, the the chain of music you know and, mm-hmm. and how it came down from the from, from the 20s and 30s and 40s into the jazz age and so on and uh, swing and all that stuff and yeah. he knows a lot about I mean it was great it was a, it was a real education for me as far as the being a the, the amateur musicologist. I mean, you, you know, sit and talk to somebody like that who's actually sat with Aretha Franklin and Ray Charles and all these guys, yeah. all these people, and, and uh, amazing, you know, amazing artists. Just, just, uh, it was just really good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's been, it was a good experience. It was just trying. It was just tough. Fitting it in, you know, with, the with everything else yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, have you read many other biographies that are based, you know, on musicians' lives? Well, I, I pretty, I do read a lot. I mean, I'm, yeah. uh, you know, I've always been uh, I go through phases from uh, here to there, from science fiction to to uh, you know, uh, you know, historical novels and those mm-hmm. kind of things, and and. Uh, you know, I've read my share of uh, autobiographies, but this, when when uh, we decided to do it, uh, um, I, I really focused on autobiographies and I read quite a few, uh, not just music, but uh, sure. you know, all way, all walks of life, and uh, just to kind of get a, a feel of, of like uh, what people would, you know, just how how they would tell the story, mm-hmm. whatever it was, uh, you know, from everything from sports, sports figures to politicians and, uh, good books, bad books and everything mm-hmm. in between. So, uh, I spent probably, uh, the better part of the, of, uh, of tour, you know, just, just reading the books just to kind of get an idea, but also to, uh, to find a, a co-writer that would, mm-hmm. uh, Right. It would work, and that's uh, then we we uh, met with a few writers and picked uh, uh, picked uh, David, and then uh, we uh, went at it. Yeah, and uh, you know we went through uh, four or five edits, and you know correcting the spelling and stuff like that. But you know <laughs> the main the main guts of the book, you know, were pretty much uh, you know what the first go around was. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's one of the advantages of working with somebody like that. Absolutely. You, know, you can pretty much count on them having it be uh, a piece of literature and just, you know, uh, like say a journal or something like sure. that. I think the thing that's really interesting is, like you could look at, you could say Aerosmith music, and there's a greatest, al- a greatest hits album that has all your music, but then I look at your table of contents for your book, and you could say, well, that there's my life all, all right there. Did you feel like you were at all ever 
trying to, you know, fit everything into this one book? Did you have that, that issue? Well, what I realized is, is that there's probably, I, I think anybody could take a year out of their lives and write, write a book about it. Right. Um, you know, I mean, everybody's got a different path and, uh, you know, life happens, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, looking back, I mean, at different places, I had to make decisions about, you know, if I want to get into this, is this important to the to the overall story, you know, uh, yeah. that kind of thing. And then at the end, you know, kind of going through it and editing it and still looking at it in pieces the way you would an album. You know, it's just been in the last, say, uh, month and a half that I've been able to read it like a book. Mm-hmm. And, see, you know, if I really at least got the path of the story that I wanted to, to tell. Yeah. Uh, there's, def- there's definitely an- another book, um, like, right underneath it. Um, <laughs> and, and, I, and I consciously made, an effort, made a, a decision to stop, like, a year ago. Okay. Uh, so that, because uh, you, you got to, like, kind of, yeah. you know, say, okay, well, that's it. That's, you know, the, if there's going to be another edition, we'll add it on later. Because <laughs> certainly... You know, nothing's nothing's changed as far as the band's career or, or the yeah. band's. Uh, you know, we're you know we're on tour and uh, you know more stuff is happening and uh, you know, but that's for another time. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to uh, kind of answer a couple of questions that I had about about uh, my own uh, uh, kind of. Uh, perspective of how uh, I ended up, you know, being in this band for 40 years and uh, uh, kind of uh, going through it and kind of got some answers and and some others not. And uh, and also uh, um, kind of telling the side of the story that that people really don't uh, get to see, you know, especially the last 20 years. Okay. You know, the band of the band yeah. getting back together and uh, the trials and tribulations of, of right. doing that. I mean, going from, uh, from from you know five kids in a in a yeah. uh, uh, in a apartment like you know hundreds <laughs> of thousands of other bands. You know, yeah. but uh, we happen to be the ones at the other end that, that are still doing it, and yeah. uh, you know. For, for better or for worse, it's uh, it's how it's how it went, and uh, you know we, we the seventies are pretty much covered. You know we told a lot of stories about that in Walk This Way, but even that that book was uh, had, had had issues with that, and I talk about that. You know about, yeah. the, about writing that book, and uh, uh, again telling some some of those stories from my perspective and, uh, right. and what my, my truth is and uh, you know and, uh, and then uh, but you know it's all part of the story you know we had to go through all that to get to, to the uh, to the breakup and then uh, I talk a lot about the uh, about the project and, and uh, you know what I did when I wasn't with, with the band and then yeah. putting the band back together and uh, the uh, uh the issues of dealing with it. I mean, we all have, you know, like I said, we started off as kids, as teenagers, and uh, 
and then then we're young men, and then we're medium aged men, and then we're, we're grown men with families. Some of us, <laughs> yeah. most of us, with two families. Yep. And, uh, uh, but I've been fortunate to, to have a relationship that that's been uh, kept together for thirty years, and see no sign of it uh, sign of it stopping. I mean, uh, I've been really, really fortunate from that point of view, and. Uh, Part of that is uh, I've discovered a uh, uh, point of interest, and yeah. I've gotten a lot of questions about that. Uh, how how you manage to do that in this business, and uh, you know, kind of talk about some of that, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, and you know, dealing with uh, how you deal with with uh, five guys who've got you know different different ways they want to live their lives. Sure. But still, still hold on to that that dream, that one thing of, that, that uh, of being able to make music together. You know, I yeah. mean, we've all tried it on on in different ways on our own. But uh, the bottom line is, is we know there's there's something about uh, a combination of people like that, like five five guys getting together in a room. Mm-hmm. It's certainly a lot more powerful than than any one. Yeah, one person, and uh, and that's why it's uh, stayed together for so long, yeah. you know. And but I get into the, a lot of the detail about that, yeah. and uh, and I managed to find some pretty cool pictures. And now, even though the plate, even though with the internet, just about everything that's ever been photographed yeah. of the band has made its way to the internet, and we were able to find a lot of a lot of pictures that uh, people have never seen. So great. Yeah, the, the, I would say there's also something great about the fact of, I think both with your both with music and a book, it's stuff that that lives on beyond you know our lives. It it it's something that we can share with our children and family members and fans. And taking a step back now, I think looking at the story that the story that that is your story before you met Aerosmith is to me always some of the most interesting for any of these kind of autobiographies. It's it's always what were they doing before they were who we know they are, and I don't think you always have opportunities to talk about that and this is obviously the perfect place for it well I, that's that's it i mean that's the, that was part of the you know i mean i came from a you know a, a really really average suburban town near, near boston and uh with very like a very non-musical background you know you know very little music played in the house uh, at any time uh uh, except for show tunes here and there, and uh, that was it. And uh, uh, you know, um, and it being a small town, there weren't that many people. You know, there wasn't like a like a music scene, so to speak. I mean, uh, I kind of make my own as as uh, kind of uh, uh, after <laughs> I got bit by the bug, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, make my week my uh, weekly trips into Boston to the party to see see the bands coming in and to play and you know the second wave of the English English invasion uh, was uh, really the core of my my musical education you know uh, yeah. when I was in my you know in my late teens you know and able to you know and so it's you know I started late you know and uh, uh, but anyway, it's all part yeah. of the part of the story. You know, <laughs> you've got to go through yeah. that to get to, to here. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we're we're really excited about about this coming out, and I'm really curious to see uh, see people's reaction. You know, uh, 
it's going to be, uh, I mean, I think that, that uh, um, there are things about the book that even if you're not an Aerosmith fan per se, uh, or, and just a, just a, uh, just curious about human nature, I think mm. there's, there's, there are things in the book that the people will, uh, will find interesting, you know, yeah. uh, and uh, I think the biggest thing right now is is making sure it just doesn't get pigeonholed as another uh, rock and roll, sex, drugs, and not uh, <laughs> kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. behind the scenes VH1 <laughs> kind of uh, stereotype book, you know. Which I've read a lot of those, you know. I mean, they kind of you change, you know, just change the name if you've read it, you know. Yeah. Did Did you? I mean, when you met with David Ritz. Your, your co-writer, did you set that out as kind of like a rule of, of, of balancing all your story out? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't want to write a book that was going to be that, because again, a lot of that stuff was already talked about, right. you know, uh, I mean, back in, from the, in, in Walk This Way, and, you know, just just in the press and all that stuff, and, and again, I touched on, on it from my point of view, again, without any, uh, without anybody in the way, and uh, so, um, uh, yeah. it was, uh, you know, we had a, had a, you know, it's not like I didn't talk about the seventies at all. You know, I mean, it was definitely, uh, uh, part of a, what it took to get us here. But, uh, yeah. um, you know, I didn't, didn't, uh, spend a, a lot of time in there. I mean, I really wanted to get to the stuff that where people just really haven't, you know, there's definitely uh, the public side and the interview side yep. that the band was doing, and then there's the, the inner workings of, of what was going on, and uh, and that's that's kind of what I what I wanted to get to, and because uh, yeah. that that's really the it's you know the, when you when you don't have uh, a lot of commitments, you don't have a family, you don't you know you, you're on your own. It's like you know, and all all you can. <laughs> All you care about is like um, is is uh, paying the rent and playing your guitar. Yeah, um, there's a big there's a big difference between that and you know having raising kids and figuring out how you're gonna do do the best for them and and uh, you know and, and have a family and uh, and still be. I mean. It's, I'm still the same person I was in the right. 70s, you know what I mean? I yeah, yeah, still, yeah. Uh, you know, I still look at being in the band as, as, you know, living very close to outside of society. I mean, the way we, the way I look at, at the world, um, and uh, there's, a, there's a lot of rebellion in the, uh, in the, in being in the band in the 70s. And yeah. uh, it was a, it was a major, major statement to, to wave that free flag, like Jimmy said, you know, you wave your free, the free flag high. That was a big part of, of being in a band back then. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of missing now. Mm -hmm. Um, at least as far as the, 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 the new generations of, uh, musicians, you know, um, but I think that, uh, because we just, it's just a whole different society now. I mean, it was like us against them back yeah. then, you know. And now it's a whole different, whole different way of the land. So you tell somebody that you play guitar, yeah. it's not not a not a shock. And yeah. If you say yeah. you're in a band, <laughs> you you know everybody's everybody's kids got a band. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's right. not it's, it's, it's a it's a different 
whole different paradigm now. And uh, but you know, coming from that generation, none of that's. I mean, that's one of the things that has never left us. When, when the five of us walk on stage, it's like, it's like, I, I think about like you know, playing at Paul's Mall back in 1974. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's yeah. that same kind of feeling totally. is inside you, you know, and. Yeah. Uh, and we're out there, and we, we uh, you know, interact with the audience, and I'm still amazed we're able to to write these songs and, and yep. uh, you know, get these uh, uh, and have a band that's uh, still together and doing what's, uh, you know, what I what I what we dreamed about, you know, yeah. way back when. When when you set out to write the book, I mean, how good is your memory? Did you have to? It was in a moment of scratching your head and like you know with David and your wife Billy to figure out like what what happened then. I mean, how 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 clear is your memory of you know growing up as a child? Really, really clear. I yeah. mean, uh, for all the you know the jokes and the book, you know, like the being so far out there and the partying and all that. I, mean, I, I remember, I remember just about everything from, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's just the chronology of it. Okay. is a little mixed up, but I don't think that yeah. that, that would be unusual, you yeah. know, but, uh, and, uh, fortunately, uh, you know, again, you know, my wife was, uh, I, I met, I met Billy when I was still, you know, solo, and she didn't really know much. She didn't know yeah. what Aerosmith was, and I didn't tell her. I mean, you know, when I met her, I'd been out of the bed for five years, and I didn't, you know, walk around with a Aerosmith shirt on my, uh-huh. you know, on my chest. And uh, so it was. Uh, she was there from the start of, of when the band got back together. So you know, she was a, a, a big help as far as like filling in the, the, the chronology of it mm-hmm. and uh, and also helping to just organize the, the, a lot of the stuff. Um, I mean, she's computer savvy, so yeah. uh, which is a skill I kind of, uh, <laughs> I'd rather, frankly, I'd rather play my guitar than, yeah. than get into that. So uh, anyway, uh, uh, and then uh, there are a few people that are, that are very close to me that uh that have been around a long time and, and, and helped with the uh, with the chronology and uh, you know and maybe a, a, a fact here and there uh, mm-hmm. uh, to help fill things in. You know, there were a few times when I had to go like, when was that? <laughs> yeah, sure. And, uh, that kind of thing. But uh, you know, when but actually remembering the scenes, I mean, I, you know, very clear. I mean, yeah. Uh, and. Uh, um, uh, I think the hardest thing was going through some of the stuff that, that uh, you know, taking ownership of some of my fuck ups. You sure. know what I mean? And uh, uh, but you know, I had had that, that has to be in the book, or else the book ain't worth anything. You know yeah. what I mean? You gotta you gotta put the the yin and the yang in there to to make it uh, to, to tell the whole story. You know, I mean, uh, definitely there's no angel, and and, uh, and it takes two people to argue. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Did, I mean, did, did you feel like you had a chance now to kind of lay some of the stuff to rest that maybe was more private and you know hasn't been well, exposed? I I thought that, that was I thought that I had already done that, frankly, and mm-hmm. 
and uh, yeah. I was surprised at how uh, you know having to get into it uh, again. It was like it was yeah, it was pulls hard. it back out. And, but I feel like I, it was uh, again going through it and uh, talking about it. It definitely helped, has you know helped process it more. But it's always there. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like whenever. You know anything like that, whatever it is, whether it's the, the death of a parent or uh, you do something that's screwed up, and you you know you realize you you fucked up. You know you you, you put it somewhere, and uh, you never you never forget it. You know what I mean? But you just put it in a you know in a, some a box somewhere in the back there in the memory, and, and yeah. uh, just leave it alone and yeah. dealt with it and. Uh, some of those boxes I had to go back and open up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but uh, after going through it again, uh, and every time you, you do that, it, 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 the impact of it, it gets less and less. So, yeah, yeah it, from that, it was cathartic in, in some ways, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, but uh, uh, it wasn't a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it yeah. was uh, it was a lot more fun talking about the good the good stuff. Sure. No doubt about it. But yeah. you have to have both in there to make the book interesting, you know. <laughs> yeah. I I think the thing too is that the, the one thing that's kind of unique about musicians is they tour a lot and they see they they um connect both um musically and, and like in person with people and I always see that people come up and say, Hey, remember this moment, this time I was at that show and you know, this thing happened and I think you're constantly being reminded of things throughout your life that people have been par- a part of, you know, indirectly or directly. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And I mean, it never ends, it, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, one of the things we did for, uh, uh, was uh, in the appendix where we, uh, I had uh, my uh, my road manager, John Bianelli, mm-hmm. who's been with, with me, you know, been with the band for over 20 years, yep. and uh, um, he uh, went around and talked to some of the some of the, uh, some of my guitar techs from the 70s, you know, from mm. going all the way back and having them like write uh, a small bit about uh, you know what it was like working for the band, working for me, and you know the kind of equipment I used, yeah, putting pictures and and. Uh, stories about some of the guitars and some of the equipment, some of the you know the hardware, you know the different amps and things like that that we, that we were using in the seventies and, and uh, into the eighties. So I think that from the from the guitar player's point of view, yeah. I mean there'll be a lot a lot of uh, uh, fun stuff to read. You know a lot of the questions that I get about you know like, is that guitar you were playing? You know uh, you know just uh, um, because back then, I mean, you know, I think I had twenty-five to thirty guitars at the most. At the, you know, yeah, sure. by the end of the by the end of the seventies, and that's uh, you know, over the years of uh, you collected a few guitars. Get, get a few more, <laughs> yeah. But just back then, it was kind of like you know, when you when you needed a strat, you bought a strat, yeah. and that was it. You, you know what I mean? You, you, you know. No, but I, I think that's the great thing about this book is you get to go back and tell people, hey, this was the first guitar I had when I was a kid. This was what got me into it, and people can 
hear about a, right. a side of the story which obviously hasn't been told which which is amazing i mean coming from you obviously it's it's a real deal well that's part of what i wanted to put in there because it was like you know my, my own you know journey of, of uh figuring it out you know what i mean what it is about uh just how how it how you get those sounds how you how you get it the song to feel that way. I mean, what is it about that? that you, you yeah. like? What is it about that song you really like? And how do you get it? You know what I mean? And, and trying to... Uh, and so and that, that's a big part of the story. And, yeah. you know, uh, there'll be a lot of people that will skip over that part of, of the book because, you know, they're not into it. But there's... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, there's a, a lot of research went into it. Yeah. And... Uh, I think a lot of people will, uh, uh, a lot of guitar players will find that part interesting. I mean, those are basically answered every every question I could think of I've been asked <laughs> and tried to answer it in the book, you know. Yeah, in, totally. In the, in, in the appendix part, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's the type of thing that when anyone asks you any question, you can be like, well, it's all been covered in my book here, you know. Well, you know, it's funny, but sometimes there's some, some, of, the, some of those things, uh, can just be like headings of, of like, well, there's a whole story behind that. And, you know, there's only so much room in the book. Yeah. So that's why, uh, you know, I have a feeling that in the next few years, there'll be, um, you know, uh, uh, another edition. Because I know that there's, there's okay. stuff I, I, I didn't cover. There's, there's stuff that just wasn't room for. Okay. Or uh, just writing, going through the book, you know, uh, I brought. I just reminded me of a lot of other situations, and uh, so there's uh, there's definitely uh, more behind it. But I I, I tried to cover this as as uh, well as I could, and yeah. uh, you know it was really good working with a guy like David Ritz because he being uh, you know uh, being a writer, you know he was able to put. Uh, put a lot into into a small amount of space. You yeah. know what I mean? Something that if I was to sit and, and write it myself and might and might try and get it across in in the and it would take a page and a half and he can get it across in uh, a paragraph. Yeah. Without without losing any of the of the uh of the visceral uh uh taste of it. Um, and uh and that way you can you know, you can put more into the book. And so uh you know, that's why, you know, one thing I learned early on is if, if, uh, if there's something that you can't do, the most important thing is uh, find somebody who knows how to do it and do it right and uh, work with them, you know. Yeah, that's so good. I just had a few more questions for you, more and more in the technical realm. Um, I mean, when, sure. when you're on the road and, and you want to write or record, what, what tools are you going to now? Is it do you go as simple as an iPad with like GarageBand? What, what are you using? Well, I use um, sometimes I use GarageBand you know, on an iPad. Yeah. Um, I've, written, I've written some stuff with that, but uh, um, lately um, I've done what I've always done and uh, just. I use I use the uh, iPhone with the with the voice memo. Thing <laughs> okay. Record, yeah. record the licks and, and yeah. write down write down lyrics. Yeah. You know, with a pen and paper. I mean, that's 
its quickest way. And uh, though you know, fooling around with, with the eyes band that can that can be an inspiration in itself. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I try things. You know, I try things like that. You, you use them, but in uh, uh, garage band is the one that seems to to be the, the easiest one. But uh, okay. Uh, um, but mostly it, it's it's really just uh, having having the iPhone there and uh, um, and then downloading it into into the into a computer or okay. having somebody else you know put it down so so I have the the riff and the idea. Okay. So my so uh, my son one of my all of my sons are into music on some level and sure. uh, but uh, the uh, uh, the guitar player at uh, 22, you know, he'll sit there and he'll write stuff. And um, and, I, and I asked him, do you, do you, you know, record that? Or, you know, what do you do with when you come up on, you know, with a riff? And he said, well, if it's good enough, I remember it. Oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, yeah. Was a, it was a little, uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I, I listened to my, to my, a lot when it comes to music because they, they all have, have really good taste and, and actually they had a band called uh, or Tab uh, right Dead Dead Boots and oh Debbie Tab and then yeah, they tab, changed yeah. it to Dead Boots and, and now they kind of uh, uh, Tony the guitar player is kind of splitting off to to do his own thing and uh, he's he's uh, into producing and. and uh, and writing, and, and in fact, he's got a song. He's got three songs in a in a movie that's been uh, shown in Cannes. Oh, nice! This year, and uh, they've had they've had songs on uh, Entourage and some other TV shows. So, uh, uh, I think he's going to going to do okay doing the, uh, <laughs> the, the production thing, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, you know, I, I listen to them and hear what they what they do. I had my when I was in Europe. Uh, this last time, um, my youngest, who's a DJ, uh, he, he does. Uh, he, he wants to get into, and he is into the uh, electronic music stuff. And uh, and he took me to a club in Paris, and we went to see a guy named uh, Danger. And uh, I guess he's uh, he's really big in, in in Paris and in France. And uh, uh, we, we watched his show and it was, it was really interesting. It was really good, you know. It's kind of funny though. I was, you know, watching the audience and uh, and I was thinking about what it was like, you know, at the tea party forty years ago. And if you took the music away, yeah, and just watched, looked at the kids, and, oh, nice. you know, little cage, little cage in the, in the way that, that their jeans are are, are cut. It wasn't any difference, you know. Yeah. What I mean, it's still we had that excitement, that kids dancing, the kids, getting, you know, uh, you know, getting together, and it's the same. The so, heart, the heart of the music, you know? really. Yeah. So uh, that that part of it hasn't changed, you know. And uh, actually, it really, really, uh, it was really interesting watching how they how he does it, you know. Uh, that that particular guy. I mean, how they do some some of the stuff on the fly, and some of the stuff is like you know pre recorded, depending on the on uh, just on how they do it, you know, and how, they, how they're uh, you know. So uh, anyway, it's good to keep your ears open, you know. Last, my last question here is, um, you know, talking about today, it's 
now you might say that Billy is the one who's the the computer wizard in your house, but you're very savvy to social media and you've taken, you know, to Twitter and, and, and Facebook. I just saw that you did just like a kind of a Q and a on, on Facebook. Do you, how has that changed? How, how that's kind of influenced your music, has it influenced your music or has it influenced just how you perceive your fans and, and how you interact with them? It's kind of like standing at the corner down in the center of town, you know, where all the kids hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, only it's worldwide. It's worldwide, yeah. And uh, there are different, I mean, there are different platforms. I mean, you can, you may be like into just two or three of them or one of them or, uh, but, but yeah, there's a, there's a, you definitely get a, uh, get an idea of what a certain a certain portion of your of, of, the, of the music fans are listening to and talking about. And uh, but you got to remember also that it's uh, it's it's again just one person, you know, and uh, uh, um, very seldom do you get like a an overwhelming. Uh, wave of, you know, everybody on the same page, yeah. you know what I mean? It's very uh, different, you know, going from one to another. Sometimes there'll be something that'll, that'll go across like a piece of news, but as far as like uh, music, everybody's got a different a different, uh, uh, a different landing point or a different uh, point of reference and mm-hmm. uh, um so it's it's interesting to, to go on there. I mean, sometimes it'll we'll even use like uh, Twitter to uh, to figure out what what songs to play. Yeah, you know, if we get like a you know uh, somebody will say, suggest a song and we'll we'll, we'll we miss that one. So yeah. let's try that one in the set. You know, you have a lot you have a lot uh, more people, I guess, whispering or yelling or else just trying to get a hold of your attention at every yeah. hour of the day. Yeah, well, that's why it, uh, that's why I don't mind losing my phone once in a while. Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> so for for this tour, I imagine you're gonna be going on a, a promotion tour, a book tour, right? Is yeah. When you think of a book tour, is it gonna have the the crazy rock that you get from a live Aerosmith concert? I mean, how do you want to even think about promotion for a book like this? Like, can you bring the music world over? Well, I think that we're going to go to. Uh, we're figuring that out now because it's a really, it's it's a it's an amazing world as far as I mean. It's really it used to be uh, either you played live or you uh, hopefully got something on the radio, and uh, I mean, you know, and and you know, having you know worked in the record industry for so many years. Um, just kind of looking at the difference between albums and books, you know. I mean, uh, um, but the uh, basically, you know, I'm going to go out and probably do like like read read chapters from books and do question and answer things. Uh, oh, fun! And, okay, you know, and and hit the hit the the, the bookstores, but we'll also <laughs> try and uh, uh, go to because of, because the bookstores are so are starting to get few and far between. Sure. We'll also uh, do some events at uh, places where people are comfortable going uh, yeah. that are music fans, you know. Right. Um, and we're just figuring that out now. Good. You know, uh, just trying to, to because uh, it's not it's not just, like I said, it's not just a uh, 
uh, uh, like I said, VH1 behind the scenes right. music uh, that we've all seen and heard before. You know, it's there's uh, a little more depth to it. Um, so we're trying to spread that uh, and kind of uh, get that and figure out how to get that word out there um, and get people who are into interesting books yeah. to, to get to be aware of it. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think that's that's one of the toughest things when you have uh, when you work with a with a um, any time you put out any kind of piece of entertainment, you know, whether you're uh, trying to sell a script, you know, yeah. to, a, to a movie or a, uh, or, or an album or whatever, you know, you, you want to, uh, if there's something something uh, a little bit different about it, you have to work hard at, at avoid being pigeonholed. But then on the other hand, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, we're not going to talk about politics in this book. We're going to talk about how I managed to survive this uh, this uh, in, insane life, you know, <laughs> and, and still and still uh, come up breathing, you know. Yeah, man, that's exciting. I mean, I I, I, just, I just hope next time we talk or see each other that it's going to be a New York Times bestseller because your story is so unique and there's only one Joe Perry. So I, I hope people who are fans or are not fans, you know, I think I, I just can't see, you know, how it, how it can't be a smash hit. So. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? It's like I can. One thing I know is you can never, never count on anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um But uh, you know, all you can do is is the best you can do and and throw it out there. And, and uh, sometimes it sticks to the wall, and sometimes it doesn't. Whether it's a, you know, a riff that you think is great, and then you play it for the band, and they go, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And then there's <laughs> other times when it's like. <laughs> What did you just play? Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? And it's like, yeah. you know, God, well, I hope the tape recorder's running. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's it's tough to figure. All you can do is the best, the best you can do. And, uh, and then uh, it's up to the fans, you know. Uh, and uh, that part of it is, is pretty much the same in any art. Yeah. You know, whether you're a poet or a painter or a, or a writer or a... Uh, uh, whatever you know, yeah. I mean, it's like you, you put out what's what's inside you, and uh, and then it's up to the you can't make people like like something. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah. The one thing I love about just books in general, it's you know, with art forms, it's music is far less physical uh, of a, of an art form now. It's you know, it's in the cloud and it's digital, and books are very still grounded. I mean, yes, there's you know, people who read on tablets and whatnot digitally, but there's there's still something really great about carrying around a book and someone's story, and I think there's a lot to value for you know what you're trying to do here. Well, one of the things that most people bemoan about um, about albums, I mean, I, I certainly do, is the physical having a vinyl album, and you know all the information you'd get from the from the uh, from the sleeve you know, to the actual physical putting the thing on the turntable. And there's something, something about all of that yeah. that made it, you know, so much more uh, personal. You felt like you were you were closer to the artist, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, uh, even even now, you know, like a, a, one of my, one of my uh, uh, 
one of my pleasures is, you know, when I have time is, is to go down to my in my office where I have a turntable and, mm-hmm. you know, some of my favorite albums and uh, on vinyl and, you know, and listening to this stuff on, you know, on 30-year-old JBLs, you know, and it sounds... Just as good, I'm sure. fucking incredible, yeah. man. And, and the thing about books is that, that people still love, is, is you know, I I thought that the, that the iPad thing would would uh, kind of uh, follow the path of uh, some of the other other forms of uh, entertainment. But, yeah. you know, people still want to hold onto the book. And, uh, and you know, I I travel with an iPad, you know, when I when I because you know i mean i can have yeah, it's the easier whole, yeah the whole uh you know uh, all my all of my favorite books are some of the new books and just download them and you've got it's, it's much more convenient but sure. i really miss you know having the if there's a really really good book that i really want to you know uh get into i'll 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 carry it with you know what I mean and uh go through that and yeah. uh put it back in the library at totally. home you know when I'm done with it but it's and you still have it there you know and you touch it and you and you know and you have a have more of a sense of uh of uh closest to the to, to whatever you know to, to to the artist or to the writer or to the story there's just something about it and uh, obviously that's uh, mostly true with an autobiography, but uh, um, I think that uh, it's just where people get them. You know what I mean? They're yeah. probably a lot more likely to buy it from, you know, online than they are to go down to the to the store to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but they're you know but the the but hard you know hardcover books are still holding holding their own and. Uh, as well as uh, paperbacks, you know what I mean. Yep. They just they just are because people like to uh, hold on to that, and I think that that's uh, that's, a, that's 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 good. You know, I think it's uh, you can do a lot more with it. Yeah. And, uh, but we're going to be throwing throwing a few extra things in, in the uh, okay. in the iBook, you know, oh, as fun. well. So uh, there'll be some some interview stuff probably in it and. Uh, so just a few things that you can do with it within with an iBook that you can't do with, yeah, a, sure. with a hardcover, but but uh, there's a there's a there's definitely a connection in a in a real physical way to to the to the artist when you when you're holding a, a hardcover, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even if it isn't signed. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want it to get signed, they should go out and see you on your book tour, buy a copy. Uh-uh do all do all yeah. that so D- joe thank you so yeah. much for taking the time to talk with me and i uh, really appreciate sure. it it's a lot of fun and, and i don't need to say good luck there's you don't need good luck for this i, I think people are just gonna be blown away by by what you uh, put in this book and it's really it's it's, it's really exciting so well thanks a lot man yeah. uh and uh it's good talking to you and i'll probably see probably see you sometime uh and then you know in october perfect all right well thanks man i appreciate it